Welcome to Life After Business, the podcast, where I bring you information you need to exit your company and explore what life can be like on the other side. This is Ryan Tansom, your host, and this is episode zero. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than the rest. I'll be giving you a little bit of a brief history about me, my story, and how I came to where I am today, why I've got the passion to start a podcast and dive into the subject of exit planning, but most importantly, I'll outline why you as a listener will get value from me and my content and this podcast because everybody's fighting for your time, everybody's busy, and I want to make sure that I'm bringing value to you. And this is something that you look forward to every week because you know that you're going to gain something from it after you're done listening. I'm not going to go into my full bio or my full story today. Um, Maybe I will get into that into some later episodes. But today, I want to give you an outline so that you have an understanding of why I am so passionate about this topic and why I want to bring you, the listener, as much information as I possibly can. So some of you may know me, most of you probably do not, Um, but again, like I said, my name is Ryan Tansom and I'm a local Minnesotan and I've been a business junkie for almost as long as I can remember. I grew up in a family with a dad that was a serial entrepreneur. I started my own lawn mowing business, I think when I was 10 and all I was taught from the early, early ages was you can do what you want, you can put your mind to it, don't let anybody tell you you can't and if they do tell you you can't, you go prove them wrong. So this constant coaching and teaching from my dad has a major impact on who I am and my genetic makeup as a business person today. Today I'm an owner and partner with Brandon Wood at Solidity Financial, a wealth management and investment firm. But that is not as important to you as the journey that got me to where I am today. My dad and I sold the family business in early 2014 that he had grown from a startup with two employees that he mortgaged our house with all the way up. I think we topped out at 20 million with about 110 employees. I was 12 when my dad started the business. He quit his job at the local business technology company and decided to venture out on his own. From that day on, I was constantly asking my dad how things were going, getting the lowdown with the new business, understanding how things were growing, and I remember helping him move five or six times, and then as I got older, I decided to start working out in the shop and then helping with deliveries, and so through middle school and high school, I was always finding a way to pitch in and understand what was going on. And the greatest gift that my dad gave me as he grew the business and as I was working and discussing things with him is that he never protected me from the trials and tribulations of what it takes to grow and become an entrepreneur. This showed me that if you put in your hard work and you keep on going and use your persistence that you can see the results and the fruits of your labor. But that doesn't mean it's not gonna come without challenges. These lessons built the foundation that allowed me to step in full-time after college as prepared as I could have been for the next six years. When you're the owner's son, you have two options when you start in the family business. One is hide, do as little as possible, and ride the family name. Or the second option is work 200% harder than everybody else, be there earlier than everybody, later than everybody, and outperform because no matter what, they're still going to look at you like you've been given everything. With the lessons I learned from my dad over the years, there seemed to be only one option. 
The following six years were really interesting. The industry was changing. The customers were asking for additional products and services to really complete the full technology company and partner they were looking for. And the strategies that come with that are very capital intensive. You've got staff issues with trying to upgrade the talent, understand what the clients are exactly looking for, understanding what the operations of your business need to be like in order to actually provide those services and products. And the to-do list goes on and on and on. I'm sure to you this is a familiar story because whatever industry you're in today, the challenges of innovation and growth are always at the forefront. And for me, it was a new fire, a new passion, and I was ready to just charge ahead. But for my dad and the age difference and the risk tolerance, the questions of, do I really wanna do this? Do I have the stomach for the risk anymore? Do I really wanna keep investing in my business? All started to surface and they would intertwine in the conversations that we were having. And to compound the situation, he was taking a little bit more of a backseat, passive role within the business as I was promoted to executive vice president. And what this does for an entrepreneur and owner is gives them a chance to reflect and really do some self-discovery of what they really want, who they are, and what do they wanna be doing next. And for my dad, keeping the company and reinvesting and rebranding just really wasn't part of the future story for him. He didn't know what it was, but he knew what it wasn't. Over the next 12 to 24 months, my dad and I had plenty of conversations surrounding what a succession plan would look like, how would we value the business, how long would it take, if we don't do a succession plan, should we do something like an ESOP, get a private equity company to come in and help fund part of the growth, should we sell it to, to a strategic buyer, should we get additional key managers to help buy the company with me. And he was you know, still wondering, is this a good viable business for my son to buy and should we just take the risk all off the table? As these questions are going through your head as an entrepreneur and a business owner, there's not really anywhere to turn and it's pretty lonely. Thank God my dad and I had each other to bounce the ideas off of, but still you are stuck in this vacuum of wondering whether you have all the options or not. So we did what we thought we should do or what was the most practical for us at that point, which is to reach out to some of our closest advisors and start diving through the internet for people that quote unquote, specialize in succession planning, exit planning, mergers, acquisitions, etc. As you begin this process, you really can't tell anybody. So it was my dad and I leading the charge on this. And it's an interesting phase of the business because for once you're sitting there without a whole lot of answers and not really sure who to turn to. I was in meetings with CPAs, bankers, attorneys, business brokers, M&A investment bankers, commercial real estate agents. And it's funny how every single meeting that we went into, there was a very valid and persuasive argument of why we should use that individual and the recommendations that they had at that point. Once we chose a path, the freight train starts going and it's very difficult to stop or get off. It's one of the most vulnerable feelings within a business life cycle. You feel completely out of control and your livelihood and success of selling the business is in the hands of someone else. And it's very difficult because you don't necessarily know that what they're recommending is truly in your best interest because every professional that you're working with at that point is in it for the deal and for the transaction. So no one's really putting the whole puzzle together as far as what you want before and after the sale of the business, how to financially optimize the situation 
And what about your emotions and your legacy and all the feelings that you have about the company that you have spent the last 20 years building? After a whirlwind of six months and many ups and downs emotionally and financially as the needle goes back and forth every meeting that you have, my dad and I completed the successful transaction of our family business in the early part of 2014 to a local competitor. And on that day, my dad was officially retired. I joined the company for a couple months to help with the transition of the employees, the accounts, the customers, etc. And when I felt that my job had run its course, I left to join my partner Brandon at Solidity Financial. So you're probably wondering why this story is relevant to this podcast and the information that I want to be sharing with you. So to answer that question, I truthfully want to bring all the information that I wish I would have had as I went through that journey of exiting our business to you because there is only one round. There's only one shot at selling your business. And so to make sure that you have all your ducks in a row, you've built the team, you understand where you want to be financially and emotionally as you come out the other side is very important. And I wish I would have had all the information that I have now. And I'm not saying that I know it all now, but I know where to go ask the questions and who to ask the questions of. So if I don't have the answers, I'm going to be on a quest to be searching for those answers to bring them to you. And another reason I wanted to share my story is because I found out that after the sale of the business, there's not a lot of material out there that explains or coaches or helps the entrepreneur transition into a life after business. Some of the only material that I have found out there that addresses any of this are two books that have really made an impact on me and my perspective. The first one is Built to Sell by John Warlow, and the second one is Finish Big by Bo Burlingham. Both these authors address the fact that there is not a lot of material out there for the owner who is exiting or selling his business, and they really do highlight the fact that there isn't a second try. There's only a one shot that an owner has, generally, to sell his business, and it was in Bo's book, Finish Big, that he focuses on the fact that it is not just a financial decision for these business owners, but it's also an emotional decision because your identity is so tied into your company and who you are that as you transition out of it, it's very important that you feel good about what you accomplished and how everything turned out. Because according to Bo, 50% of the owners and entrepreneurs that he interviewed felt some sort of regret or discontent about the way things turned out. So my goal with this podcast is to make sure that you've got all the information that you need to exit your business financially optimized because you had the right team and the right time frame and the right buyer, but then also that you were able to exit happy, excited, and proud because you knew that you did everything you could for you when you wanted it and how you wanted it. And you have something fun and exciting to look forward to because you've got a purpose and a drive outside of your business, whatever that might be. For some, it's pure retirement. For others, it's to start up new businesses. And for others, it's just the pure work-life balance and to pursue dreams that they once had and they were not able to do because they had devoted all their time and resources towards their business. So as I'm wrapping up here, I'll kind of give you a basic outline of what I expect from this podcast and the format. I'll be releasing one episode every week, 
and I'm going to try and keep each episode around a half hour, 45 minutes, so that way we can stick in the normal range of a podcast, and you can crank through it on your commute or while you're exercising or whatever it is that you prefer while you're listening to your podcast. And the content that I have on the episodes will vary. I'm going to do interviews with past business owners who talk about their journey and where they are today and how they made sure that they had a successful financial and emotional exit. But then also I'm going to be interviewing professionals that are involved in the exit process like CPAs, attorneys, business brokers, and just really trying to bring all the information that I can think of that would be relevant to your journey as you transition out of your business and into a life afterwards. So that way you can digest it on your own pace. So with that, I think that is the ending of episode zero, the introduction to life after business with Ryan Tansom, me, your host. I look forward to seeing everybody next time. Bye.